spoke all these words, saying, I am Yahweh Yahweh, who brought you out of the land of Israel, and out of the house of slavery. Do not have any other mighty ones against my face. Do not make for yourself a carved image in the likeness of that which is in the heavens above, or which is in the earth beneath, or which is in the waters under the earth. Do not bow down to them, their servant. For I, Yahweh, your Elohim, and a jealous elf, visiting the sickness of the Father on the children, the third and fourth generation of those who hate you, but your loving commitment to those who love you upon my commands. Do not bring the name of Yahweh, your Elohim, tonight, for Yahweh does not leave the one unpunished to bring his name tonight. Remember the Sabbath day, the Sabbath day. Six days you lay down for the Lord of work. Put the Sabbath day, the Sabbath of Yahweh, Yahweh. In it, not any word. You, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your tender who's looking against. For in six days you are made the heavens and the earth. See, and all that is in that. Invested the seventh bless the Sabbath, respect your father and your mother, so that your days will go on the the soil with Yahweh and his demons. Do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not bear falseness against your neighbor, do not govern your house, do not govern your wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, the gods. Lord, Lord, I'm here. Hold high. With all humility is equal how. We come before your presence, magnificent name of Yahshua. We thank you for the sacrifice and allowing us to be free. We need you today to open our understanding so that we can bring about a better performance to live this joyful life in your house of prayer. Speak to us, Yeshua. Grant me others. Holy Spirit, open the people's understanding. We'll praise your magnificent name for all things. Magnificent name, Yahshua. Hallelujah. All right. Y'all may be seated. Okay. All right, so. I'm going to see if they're going to point. 
<laughs> if we got to try spirits, we got to test everything, right? All right. Hopefully today, I'll put this down a little bit farther. Hopefully today, well, I'm hoping that I have y'all undivided attention in here and on the other side of the camera. If you listen, if you listen, a lot of struggles, fights, things that you have in your life, they'll go away. Mm-hmm. Big deal is this. You gotta ask yourself a few questions. Are you the same person you were? Prior to the conversion part. Are you? This does require we ain't, we ain't Jews. Who you? Who you? again, all right? Are you the same person? Don't hit it, right? Y'all are familiar with Judas, right? Carrie. They are familiar with Peter. Y'all are familiar with Now, both of them dealt with the one convicted, other one condemned. You don't hear me. Convicted, other one from a condemned. Y'all hear me? Conviction and condemnation feels the same. Y'all hear what I said? Conviction and condemnation feels the same. Y'all let me see in Kansas here? However, they produce different outcomes. Now here. Conviction, feel bad. Nobody ever been convicted before. And condemned. Experience condemnation. Makes you feel bad. Is that right? Both of them cause sorrow. Based on who you are in Messiah, y'all know if I'm delivering and taking the slow.
I'm not having a Biden moment up here. <laughs> but based on who you are in Messiah, will determine the outcome of every fight. Y'all hear me? If you are convicted, you're going to experience godly sorrow. Godly sorrow is the type of sorrow that leads you to repentance. But this sorrow of heart, Paul stated when he was dealing with the Corinthians, he says, he says, I'm uh, not upset at all that I made you sorrowful. But I made you sorrowful after a godly thought. Why? Because godly sorrow worketh repentance. Is that right? The type of repentance should be working is repentance that shouldn't be repented of again. That means after you have been convicted, if you done been down the road of despair, and down the road of sorrow, and down the road of heaviness, and down the road of depression, you don't want to go down that road no more. And then after you meet the conditions of that repentance, you have no more association with the old man. Did I lose y'all? I'm trying to help us with this now. No more association with the old man in that area. Are you following? And after you met the conditions of repentance, you will go on and walk in the newness of life. Hold on. Without feeling bad for what has been done. See, too many times, more often than not, we call ourselves repentant and then we still feel bad. That's condemnation. Now, somebody need to tell you that that type of condemnation is because there's something you don't get. Do y'all want to know what it is? If it's condemnation after your so-called repentance, are you following me? You need to understand that you have not submitted to God. But the accuser is still there 
See, the accusers still accuse you before y'all, but his emissaries is still spitting in your ears and reminding you and bringing back up again. And then you feel those little pings and those little letdowns and... Why well, ask you? You're still the same old person. Huh? Go to 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Are you still the same person? Here we are, Israelites, justified. Anybody know what that means? I don't think we know what justified means. I'm going to try to, my best to pound this into the head today. If you get rebuked, you get corrected. You're supposed to feel bad. But it should lead you to a different path. Paul was telling the Israelites, he was telling them, look, the sole purpose of me even allowing you to experience this sorrow is so that you don't remain the same. I'm not here to pulverize you. I'm here to try to get to an expected end. But before we can get there, we got to pass this. How many times we confuse? Conviction, the condemnation. See, anybody ever done any bad things before in life? I know I'm a scoundrel. I'm looking at y'all, man. Y'all just make me look bad. But because of me being justified. Do you know? That as a preacher, I don't even stand a chance to sit up here and to speak to you about y'all mercy. But because of being justified, stand here all day long. Huh? Flat
Then I look right back at the devil and say, look at you, you damn liar. Y'all hear me? That's why I'm asking you. Are you still the same? We supposed to experience joy in the midst of this tribulation. Everything and all our outcome is supposed to be gendering towards excellence. Are you following? Read. Therefore, if any man be in Messiah, he is a new creature. Stop. You hear that? Now, can I tell y'all the benefits of being a new creature? If we sin, we have an advocate with the Father. Did y'all hear that? If we sin. Now, most of us, we don't get that. See, as Israelites, we don't ever practice sin. But sometimes, too many times, what people do is they'll have a little letdown in life and they'll go back to the old nature of the old man. Y'all hear me? Now, remember, Paul made statements like this. Don't let this liberty of yours be a stumbling block. I'm going to tell y'all something, okay? Huh? I'm going to tell y'all something. Y'all hear that? We cannot sin because we have somebody that defeated sin. What Satan is trying to do is rob you of your faith. The faith that he's trying to rob you of is trusting and believing in the blood. Y'all hear this? He's trying to sidetrack your mind. And he's trying to put you in a spirit of condemnation to make you feel like you can't rise up out of the bucket, out of the slaw of the spot. Y'all getting this? The mistake we make is entertaining something and somebody who we are no longer are anymore. Y'all hear me? So the enemy is always trying to trick you accusing you, that's what the sorrow, the grief, the depression, and the heaviness, the, you don't hear, you may not hear, but you feel it, but what it is, is accusations. And those accusations weigh you down. But he who the son said, free, free, free. 
all hearing this? So you, the problem is, Israelites, we don't remind ourselves over and over and over again that we are a child of a king. Now, remember, if you are sorrowful, and if someone made you sorry, especially if they're in the family, they're not making you sorry because they want you to experience condemnation. They're making you sorrowful or allowing you to experience their sorrow so that you can repent, meet the condition, walk in the newness of life, and then forget those things that are behind. Somebody said, I can't forget. I say, you're a liar. Because he promised to purge our conscience. in a new creature. Is it that simple, Pastor? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
You know the reason why it's that simple? Because he said, it is finished. constantly trying to keep you in a state of depression because he wants you to continually to experience condemnation rather than conviction and he want to keep you in a place watch this he do it for a sole purpose sole purpose to keep you separate from y'all now let's go back to Judas and Peter See, Judas realized that he betrayed the Messiah. And the condemnation of it led to death. Get that? And that's, we're in the newness of life, right? Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things become new. All right. So, in his condemnation, the enemy kept on with the pressure and caused him to be even more separated from the Messiah to the point that that heaviness, that sorrow, that grief that he had caused, it caused him to hang himself. Now Peter, on the other hand, met the conditions of repentance. And he ended up walking on and going on being an icon in the faith. Are you following? And the reason why that the Father says that this latter-end assembly is going to be greater than the former, are you following? Because he knows that we were going to hear this message that we're not going to walk in the old nature no more. We're going to continue on in the newness of life. So we got the victory. Y'all getting this? So we've been entertaining the enemy too long. Huh? Justified. It, it don't mean that you and yourself are justified. That means somebody else met the conditions of justification. Are you following? And how many times have you read in the scriptures that the Most High, Satan will come up and accuse and the Most High would rebuke him? You know the reason why he rebuke, right? Because if y'all be for you, who can be against you? Now watch this. Watch this. And who shall lay any charge against y'all's elect? Are you elect? Yes. Are you in the beloved? Yes. Are you a new creature? Yes. Y'all got you got to know your position. You got to know your position. 
When you know your position, you won't entertain all this stuff. Does that make sense? I'm asking you. See, you can't continue to keep dealing with things after the old way. You can't continue to keep thinking the old way. Now, you should have learned that if you are experiencing sorrow of heart based on something done in the past, are you following me? You should know that that's an accusation. Ain't that right, accuser? Get that? He playing mental gymnastics with us. Are y'all following me? He playing mental gymnastics with us. Well, he's trying to. You follow me? Now, the key is, of this victory, is to not voluntarily walk after the flesh. Did y'all hear that? Not voluntarily walk after the flesh. Because if you voluntarily walk after the flesh, you're going to experience the feelings, the emotions of the flesh. But if you walk in the spirit, you're going to experience life and peace in the Holy Spirit. Did it make sense? All right. We're going to get started. We are. We're going to get started here in a minute. Come on, teach. Everybody all right? Y'all didn't save us to put us in a depression phase. How you doing? How you doing, bro? Good to see you. Where's that bubblehead Terrence at? He didn't come up. I saw him. Now, did I say that to make him soft? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. How y'all doing? Now, we done read these words a thousand times. Now, while we're here, you know, you're supposed to enter into his gates with thanksgiving. You're supposed to enter into his, enter into his, enter into his. So we're in the courtroom again. This is the only courtroom that they ain't gonna holler order in the court when you praise. <laughs> that is the order of the court. Does that make sense? So. So now we got order. Okay. Now listen. Read. There is therefore now no condemnation. And how many of y'all come here now? Probably done had altercation with a brother this week or sister. Probably pissed off because you ain't serving y'all the way you're supposed to. Sometimes you walk around like this just because you want some attention. You showing out, want everybody to see. Look, look at me, I'm heavy. People look at me all the time like this. They go, do I get it? 
shoot. This joy that I have, the world ain't giving me. I ain't gonna let that world take it away from me. <laughs> I mean, for the most part, even when I'm so-called upset, I'm pretty joyful all the time. You know the reason why? Because I got an attitude. But see, not only do I have it, I know that's called faith. And in knowing that, I don't have to worry about condemnation. I don't have to worry about heaviness. I don't have to worry about feeling bad. I don't have to worry about sorrow. I don't have to worry about no depression. And if any of those negative feelings or emotions come up, first thing I start doing is I get on my assessment. Okay, which one is this one? Is this one is trying to lead me? to repent and become a better Israelite, or is it trying to drag me down? Or is it trying to make me feel bad and keep me there for a long time, keeping my relationship in jeopardy with Yah? Because he said, I ain't going nowhere. He said, I'm gonna be with you always. Isn't that right? But if I'm gonna entertain all this heaviness, that means I have to separate myself from Yah. And I ain't about to do that. Well, Pastor, you just can't keep away with the bad feelings. Really? Who ever repented for that sin? What happened to the feeling after you got finished repenting? So you still tell me that don't happen no more? Yeah, come on. You tell me it don't happen no more? Hmm? You meet the condition of repentance, it's guaranteed, guaranteed that peace follows. Perfect peace? Have they that love thy, thy law and nothing shall. Great peace, great peace. Y'all finished playing game with the devil? Pass down, rebuke me. Pass down, get on me. Pass down. Okay, let me, let me see. So basically, what you're saying is comfortable with staying the same way you are. And I'm trying to move you off of that. Ah, Are y'all hearing this? Y'all hearing this? Are y'all hearing what I'm hearing? Read. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Do you know you're going to fail Mm -hmm. But isn't this amazing? If we are in Messiah, we never fail. Sounds like a whole, whole, whole way men pass down. Whole, 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 whole. We don't never fail. All we do is just try again. Why? I can do all things. 
through Christ that strengthens me. Are y'all in it? Failure, and if you want to use that word, is just an attempt for you to get it right. It's, it's, it's your outlook, man. It's the way y'all view things, man. I had a brother come to me and say, I'm fat. I said, yeah, you are. Damn so off, boy. <laughs> and you look like a piece of shit. What? Okay. You came to me with it. I'm just agreeing with you. Be happy. Be happy. Yeah. All you got to do is realize it. Yep. And then once you change your mind, once you get tired of being tired, you ain't got to look like Flabio. Every time you do that, you keep your relationship separate from y'all. Are y'all hearing me? You keep yourself. And that's what the devil. It ain't come to your keep. Y'all hear me? So there's no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the what? The flesh. But after the what? But after the Read on. spirit. For the law of the spirit of life. There's a law of the spirit of life. No, a law of the spirit of life. Come on. In Messiah. In, in what? In Messiah. In what? Has in made, Messiah, right? Read on. Has made me free. Stop. The law of the spirit of life. Anybody know what life feels like? What does life feel like? Joy. Abundant peace. The law of the spirit of life. In Messiah. So that means if you don't want this experience of life or this feeling of life or this law of life or the spirit of life, then you have to get out of life and go into death. But some of you choose to walk in death. But pastor, I'm wrong. Yeah, but he's right. It's getting, it's, it's slowly unfollowing. Like an ice cube. That's what this liberty is all about. See, when you truly experience this liberty, you don't even have a spirit to even want to see. You don't even want to entertain. Are you following? That's how you stay strong in it. Read on. For the law of the spirit of life in Messiah has made me free. Free from what? From the law of what? Of sin and, and what? Death. Made you free from the law of sin and death, which consists of sorrow, heaviness, depression. Uh-oh. Condemnation. Does it make sense? Does it make sense? Read. For what the law could not do, 
in that it was weak through the flesh. Y'all hear that? Watch it. Y'all sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, condemn sin in the flesh. Hear what he did? So when Jesus came, he condemned heaven. When Jesus came, he condemned sorrow. When Jesus came, he condemned depression. When Jesus came, he set us free. Are y'all hearing this? Why? Because we were under the law of sin and death. We were weak. We couldn't, even though we had the law, we couldn't do it. But because of the righteousness of him, by one man's sin entered into the world, and by one man, the man Christ Jesus condemned sin in the flesh and set us free. Any, any light bulbs coming on? Any light bulbs coming on? Any light bulbs? And I ain't talking about that light either. Hmm? Y'all getting there? Read on. That the righteousness that the righteousness that the righteousness that the righteousness of what of the law of the what the law so the law is righteous come on might be fulfilled in us in us in us so when somebody tell me you can't keep the law I say go to hell Ain't nobody gonna tell you that but the devil. How are we keep does the law does our law keep and make us righteous? No, what makes us righteous is because the one who is the law. He kept the law, and now we're in him. And when we are in him keeping the law, it justifies us and it makes us righteous. You get it? This is what Ron Young and them don't get. He, they be turned around. Christ conquered. I said, yeah, but you ain't. Y'all remember me saying that in the back? He said all day long, Christ conquered, but you ain't. <laughs> you get it? He said Christ conquered and it gives him a license to sin. I'm saying that Christ conquered it. He frees me from sin. Uh-oh. See the difference? Isn't that beautiful? Man. Being for a day already, huh? Today, through the knowledge of truth, we are going to whip Satan. All right? Everybody remembers Job, right? 
But here's another scene in heaven. Zechariah 3.1, and he showed me Yahushua, my famous Yaakobon. The high priest standing before the angel of Yahweh. Now, let's, 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 let's meditate on this a little bit. Now, Yahushua was the what? High priest. All right, we're going to visit that. Okay? The high priest, when he's standing before Yah, let, let me go ahead and just give y'all a little bit, okay? The high priest could only go before the Most High one time in a year during the time of Yom Kippur. Are you following? And when he went there, he went to not only make an atonement for his sin, but to make an atonement for the sins of the people. Y'all getting this now? So when it says that Yahushua the high priest stand before the angel, he's coming not only as a representation for himself, but all the house of Israel. Do we got to understand? All right, we're going to move on. Then. And Satan standing at his right hand to do what? Now, wait a minute. I thought Satan was in hell. I, you know, I keep mocking. I make a mockery of Christianity. I asked my aunt, if Satan's in hell, man, then well, who's calling all this hell on this earth then? And how does he keep going back and forth there <laughs> talking to y'all? Every time I turn around, he's up, he up there. And y'all was said unto Satan, y'all would do what? In other words, now what you gonna say? But he is this. I rebuke you. <laughs> now what you gonna say? She did this. I rebuke you. <laughs> now what you gonna say? Go ahead. Do you know the reason why y'all can do that? Alright now. When the high priest meet the condition of atoning for sin. The blood wipes you clean. See, he can't accuse you of anything you are going to do because everything else in the past has been covered by the blood. So when Satan try to come and say, she this, he that, y'all says, I rebuke you. <laughs> You know the reason why? You know the reason why? Because Satan is trying to say that that blood ain't no good. That's why y'all said, now wait a minute, boy. You talking about me now. Who in the hell you think you are? And those my people. Somebody say, y'all got, got my back. And my front and my side. <laughs> y'all hear this? I'm, I'm, I'm just asking because, see, sometimes we forget who we are. Sometimes we just forget. That we're, some, what we're doing, trying to reel y'all in like Manah really in a big old fish. We're going fish, we're fishing for men. 
Oh, is this making any sense? You see, see the reason why I'm talking? See why we're taking our time? You see the reason why we're taking our time, right? All right? So Yahweh rebuke you, old Satan, even Yahweh that have, did what? Many are called, few are chosen. Did he choose you? Did he choose you? Did he choose you? Did he choose you? Did he call you? Yeah, he did. Y'all get it? So since you have been chosen, who's going to lay any charge to y'all's elect? Boy, you know if y'all get this, boy, Satan going, he really going to be in trouble, man, isn't he? You get it right. He really going to be in trouble. Have chosen Jerusalem rebuke thee. Is not this a brand plucked out of the fire? Now, Joshua was clothed with what kind of rash? Don't they remind us? He was clothed with what? All this is going on while y'all already done rebuke Satan. Filthy garments and stood before the angel. And he answered and spake to those that stood before him saying, Take away! Take away the filthy garment from him. And unto him he said, Behold, I have caused your iniquity to do what? Pass from you. To pass from you. And I clothe you with change of rape. Well, okay, so in case you don't get it, you also had to take off them nasty garments, them nasty underwear, get stripped bare, and then get brand new garments. When you have a brand new garment, you feel better than you do when you had the old raggly on. Oh, some of you know what I'm talking about. Some of you go out there and get clean, boy, you can't tell you nothing. Could you? Couldn't tell you nothing. You're like, woo-wee. Man, come on, bro, give me a ho-ho-ho. Clean for this. <laughs> and I said, let them set a fair mitre or turban upon his head. So they set a fair mitre upon his head and clothed him with garments. And the angel of Yahweh stood by. And the angel of Yahweh protested unto Joshua, saying, Thus saith Yahweh host, if you will walk in my see at repentance you don't know when you got that garment on that you made a covenant with y'all you said I'm going to walk in your way huh if you will keep my charge then 
you shall also judge my house. Y'all hear that? Are we not going to judge angels? Uh-oh, y'all better get ready. We got a lot of judgment. Mm-hmm. You know what angels are going to judge, right? Bam, off with the head. Next. Bam, off with the head. Next. Bam, off with your head. Next. Bam, off with your head. Next. How are we going to judge a righteous angel when they ain't sin? Oh, boy. Sin was made for man. Because when sin entered into the world, somebody had to agree with the fallen one. Y'all getting this? So whose side you on? Okay, watch this. And you shall also keep my... You going to do what? And I will give... You places to walk among these that stand by. Now, here, O Joshua, the high priest, you and fellows, you and your fellows that sit before you, for they are men wondered at, and behold, I will bring forth my servant the branch. Y'all know the reason why the most high call him the branch, right? That's, that's, the, that's the stick I'm going to whoop Satan ass with. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Man, Yahshua carry a heavy punch. <laughs> For behold, the stone that I have laid before Joshua upon one stone shall be seven eyes. Behold, I will engrave him I will engrave in the graven thereof, said Yahweh of hosts, and I will remove the iniquity of the land in Seems like no matter what Yah does for us, he always has a plan to make sure we stay clean. We're getting ready to come up on the fall feast here. Huh? Isn't that right? So when this day of atonement comes, this is just a reminder every year. We're just rehearsing. It's some serious business. Y'all getting this, right? And in that day, say, if y'all will host, shall ye call every man his neighbor under the vine and under the fig tree. Where were they at? In the court. Y'all get that? In the court. Now, y'all, the father is the judge in the court. The prosecuting attorney, Satan. The defense attorney is Yahshua. The one who ain't never lost a case. They ain't never lost a case. Yahshua, the accused defendant, is also the high priest who represents all of Yah's people. Now, what we all need to understand is that there was a barrier between y'all and man. Y'all hear that? So let's talk about this sacrificial system for Because we got to get an understanding before we go forward. Because if we don't get an understanding, then we can't go forward. And all that getting, understand. Isn't that right? Y'all get this right? Okay. When the high priest would bring in the, the two goats, one bullock, are you following? We have one 
that will be for Yahweh and one for the people. The one for Yahweh is the one that was sacrificed. And then he will let the other one put the blood on the goat and send it off. I'll go into the wilderness. He follow Implying that we are the ones that deserve that death. But way back then, that death was so that we could be free. No greater love than this, than a man lay down his life for his friend. That's why we can say, what a friend we have in Jesus. Now, it is a bunch of bullshit, these traditional fairy tales, when they tell you priests went in with bells on his palms. And they tied a rope around him just in case he died. I ain't never read that before. Where does that, they, they, where did that shit come from? Why would he go through all these ceremonial washings and even make an attempt to go beyond the veil if you wasn't clean? When them high priests went in year to year, they were all right. And they met the condition. I guess it's just like Christmas. It makes you feel fuzzy. If the high priest would have died while doing the sacrifice, we would never have no forgiveness of sin. During that time. So see, what happened was is that the high priest, Yahweh had already told Moses, Haran. Because you know Haran has some badass sons. They like offer strange fire and all the other things. Right. So anyway, he told, look, none of these priests going to, y'all ain't going to keep coming before me like this. You're going to come in once a year. And you're going to do it to make an atonement. But don't forget something. I'm in that room. Uh-oh. Are y'all hearing me? Watch this now. See, we don't understand how much of a presence that he is. He's in that room. He's literally in that room watching him sprinkle the blood. Remember, no man can see y'all and live. That's why the room was full of smoke. Y'all sitting right here watching everything. Oh, look at him looking. Are y'all hearing it? Y'all hearing it? We're going to go a little bit farther, all right? Look at this. Habakkuk 113 says, You are purer eyes than to behold evil. Why do you think y'all always has darkness as his prevail. Why do you think he's always in the, the clouds and smoke and everything is always covering him up? Are you following? Now he's there, but he can't be looking on us like that. He's too pure. He's too righteous. He's too holy. So there had to be some type of veil in there. 
Do y'all know the reason why the veil was in the temple? The veil was a separation from Yah and man. That thing was thick. Are y'all getting this? That thing was really thick. That veil was making sure there ain't nobody, not even the smoke. You ain't going to see through this. He says, your eyes appear than to behold evil. And cannot not look on iniquity. Wherefore, look us you upon them that deal treachery. And hold us your tongue when the wicked devour the man that is more righteous than he. We'll get to that at another time, all right? Man cannot carelessly enter into Yah's. Notice I put that word in there. You cannot carelessly enter into Yah's. Y'all see the message I was preaching in Indiana last week? And I said, I mean, people, y'all better be careful. You can't be just, you, when you in prayer, you just can't be sashaying on up. And, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray. I'm going to check in my time. What? You know who you get ready to talk to? Man, I'm telling you. All these things need to be rehearsed in our ears so we don't forget the fear of Yah before our eyes. Look at this now. Yah was the with us in the wilderness. Remember that big old thick cloud? Yah had already stated, I am going to go before you. See, we think it's just a cloud. Let me show you something. But Yah was in that cloud. That cloud was a veil for us. When he said, I'm going to go before you, did we not, did our people not see Yah come down on the mountain? Did he not say that? Did, did he not come down? He did, right? And did he not give the covenant to all Israel, spoke it himself? Well, y'all also said that uh, I'm, I'm going to go before you. Get out of your mind. It's just one of these little clouds we see up here. This was a cloud that would veil the holy, awesome, righteous presence of Yah. When he said, I'm going before you, he was right there in front of us in the cloud. And then at night, he was in the fire. Don't think it was just a cloud. It was just fire. No, he was there in the day, and he was there in the night. Bring a whole new meaning to I'll never leave you. And I'll never forsake you. And I'll be with you always. Even until the end of the world. Huh? It was not just a cloud. Y'all was in the cloud every step of the way. And Yahweh said, and Yahweh went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud and led them the way by night the pillar of fire to give them light to go by day and night. 
So it just wasn't a little old long clock. He was there. And he was guiding the way. Huh? Give a whole new meaning to where he leads me. of his throne. Y'all hear me? Y'all hear this, right? Now, mind you, darkness wasn't never created. It's always been here. I told y'all years ago, you should be more afraid of the day than the night. I mean, in the army, we had old saying, we own the night. So we don't be exposed. You get that? God didn't say, let there be night. He said, let there be light. Huh? Y'all feel the Holy Spirit in here? See, he dwells in darkness. Then by the time you get to the Greek, Gentile, New Testament writers, they trying to make everything dark, bad, everything light, good. They mis misconstrued the dang scriptures and everything. Huh? What they mean, what they, what they mean in the New Testament, whenever you see that Yah is light, that means he's the very rays and the essence. That that is the light. Because even that light is veiled in a cloud. On somewhere, <laughs> uh, you don't get 
to see the full spectrum of the light? How you holding yourself over here? You know you wish you wasn't on security today. <laughs> you know you wish you wasn't on security today, boy. I've been reciting out of all day. Man. Job 22, 13. And you say us, how do a y'all know? Can he judge through the dark cloud? Oh, I think he see perfectly. We better be fortunate and thinking, y'all, that he is in a dark cloud by himself. Because remember, no man can see him and what? Live. Moses, custodian of law, one of the most righteous men ever lived. All he got was a glimpse of his ass. And his face shine. Oh, let me let me clean up the backside. <laughs> you can say ass everywhere in the Bible when you get to you say backside. No, Moses, I'm gonna pick you up and hide you in the cleft rock. So when I pass by, you get to see my ass. But that's all you're gonna see. covering to him that he seeth not. Why? Because of the iniquity. See how much of mercy is? Yeah, Habakkuk already told you, eyes too pure to behold iniquity. Huh? That he seeth not and he walketh in the circuit of heaven. Psalms 1811. He made darkness his secret place. His pavilion round about him were dark waters and thick clouds of the sky. So y'all see somebody coming back as an angel of light? Y'all better hear me. There's somebody that's going to pose as an angel of light. You better know the difference. That ride on that white horse, one is going to have a bow and another one's going to have a sword. You better know the difference. Huh? Y'all hear this, right? So, going back to the high priest for a second. So the high priest was in the Holy of Holies. Is that right? He was performing all the duties. Y'all sitting right there. Are you getting it? When Yahshua died, what happened in the temple? The veil was what? You know the reason why? Showing us that we can go straight to him to get to Yah. And watch this. No, Yah's no longer veiling himself from the people. Uh-oh. Y'all hearing me? Hmm? 
that 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 veil was rent in twain from top to bottom so that we may boldly go before the throne and say that y'all is my helper y'all seeing this First Kings 18, 12, 8, 12. This makes Solomon, Yahweh said that he would dwell in the thick darkness. Deuteronomy 4, 11. And he came near and stood under the mountain. And the mountain burned with fire until the mist of heaven with darkness, clouds, and thick. I'm, all, I'm, I'm going over this, but I'm trying to tell y'all something. When this enemy comes, he's going to be posing as an angel of light. Y'all hearing this? Better get yourself ready. When the king comes, he's coming what? In the clouds. Y'all hear that? Y'all know what's taking place, right? See, when he comes in the cloud, we already, if we are alive, we're going to be transformed and we're going to be up there with him. We're going to be in a glorified body. He won't be veiled to us. We get to see him as he is. know where we are? You know the reason why? Good thing we keep the feast. So we can make sure we're in the right place at the last trump. For the trump to sound. Hallelujah. And the dead of the Messiah shall rise first. Then we, we are allowed to remain. Shall we caught up to meet him in the air. And so shall we ever be with y'all. Huh? And y'all will speak unto you out of the midst of fire. 
You heard the voice of the words, but saw no similitude, only heard a voice. Come on, T. I, I just don't understand. Hmm? I'm walking in my calling, man. Huh? Ain't got no time for no damn conversation. <laughs> hear me? Man's days in life on his earth, a few days and full of trouble. Uh-uh, I ain't got to, uh-uh. I'm going to leave these days good. Hallelujah. Read, teach. For you are not coming to the mouth that might be touched and that burned with fire, nor unto dark blackness and darkness and tempest. Y'all hear that? At least the route of Hebrews got it right. <laughs> See what I mean? It's consistent with the law and the prophets. Read on. And the sound of a trumpet and the voice of words, which voice they that heard entreated that the word should not be spoken to them anymore. For they could not endure that which was commanded. And if so much as a beast touched the mountain, it shall be stoned or thrust through with a dart. And so terrible was the sight that Moses said, I, I exceedingly uh, fear and quake. Don't hear that? Go ahead. But you are coming to Mount Zion. Y'all hear that? But you will come on what? Unto Mount Zion. Three. And unto the city of the living Elohim. Y'all hear that? Come on. The heavenly Jerusalem. And to an innumerable company of angels. Y'all hear that? They got to see that. But we get to see the new Jerusalem. And we know that new Jerusalem, that it ain't going to stay up there. That new Jerusalem is coming down. It's coming down. of angels. And we're going to be right smack dab there in that city. And you finished? To the general assembly and assembly of the firstborn. Y'all hear that? To the general assembly and the assembly of the firstborn. That's you. Come on. Which are written in heaven. Oh, where you written at? Where's your name written at? Where's your name at? Well, Y'all got to know that, man. See, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe you won't be too hesitant if you really knew your name was written. I know my name written. I ain't got no problem with it. See, that's what faith is. Are you following? Well, well, well I, I can't see it. That ain't faith. That ain't faith. I know he can't lie. Did he give you the Holy Spirit? I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. That's the seal of God. 
one writer called the Holy Spirit. I, 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 I mean, I think I put it like this. The Holy Spirit is earnest money. Down payment. We just holding the rest of you up there in escrow. Because you got a new body you got to get. Don't worry about Brother Darrell, man. You're going to get rid of that. That new body, don't tell him what it's going to look like. I know one thing, I need a new body. <laughs> I need a new body. Isn't that beautiful? Ain't y'all good. He, he, he loved us so much to, to, to take this body, transform it, give us a new one. Y'all remember when Yahshua was on the road to Emmaus? That the people were speaking to him. They couldn't, they didn't know who they were, but their ears burned. Y'all hear that? Don't pay too much attention about how people look, but pay attention to how they sound. The sound. See, we have lost the war. If a trumpet gives an uncertain sound, we don't prepare ourselves to battle. Y'all hear that? So get that in your mind. If, if the spirit is given an uncertain sound, go to war. You finish. And to Yah, the judge of all, and to the spirit of just men made, made perfect. perfect. Yo, hear that? Just men made perfect. See what Yah's doing? He's giving us an opportunity in his life to be made perfect. So let Yah have his perfect work in you. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your work. Submit yourself to Yah. All right, how you do that? Heaven has come. Submit to Yah. I I, I, what? What? Submit yourself to Yah. Rebuke the devil. Give me a plea. Spirit come. Accusation. Feeling trying to accuse you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I need you. Get this devil off of me. And if you have sinned anywhere, repent. He's, he's waiting for you to repent. You know the reason why that he gave us repentance? Not just so he can feel bad. So he can have a program to get you right back in the right relationship with him. <laughs> Y'all hear that? Repentance should teach you that Yah is love. Y'all hear that? You feel it? Are you born again? Jesus, as our perfect high priest, will not let Satan accuse you before the Father. Man, y'all missed that. I said, listen. I said, Jesus, 
a perfect high priest. You may let his emissaries accuse you, but he ain't going to let the adversary accuse you before the Father. You know what? Y'all gonna be surprised when you get up there and, and y'all gonna look at you and remember the, the goat's gonna be on the left and the sheep on the right. They're gonna look at you and say, come on in. Yo, this was your life. And all you're gonna see is the born again experience. And watch this. And, and not and not one sin. And not one sin. You see, that's the reason why you have to repent. Well, let me quote you. It is the goodness of Yah that leads you to repent. You hear that? Yah has got this because he wants you to stay close to him. And the way you stay close to him is in repentance. Satan want you to feel heavy and pull us off to pull you away from a right relationship with Yah. Because when you heavy, you don't praise. Huh? When you sorrowful, you ain't happy. All those are wicked. One is trying to pull you over to their side, the other one's trying to pull you to Yah. So be quick to repent. Isn't that beautiful? So it's going to be amazing when you done did all the repentance, all the conditions, and every single time, y'all sure got them covered by the blood. Got them covered by the blood. Got them covered by the blood. Satan is sitting over there. They did this. Look at them. They did that. They did this. And y'all sure sitting there. can do is get mad as hell. Do you care if he get mad? I don't either. I told you, find one place in the scripture where Satan never lied. He never lied in the scripture, but he is the father of lies. Do you know the reason why? Because he holds the truth in on. See, it's the unrighteousness of condemnation that he's holding that truth in that he wants to condemn, but you've already had somebody to redeem you. Yeah. That make sense? All right, we went over the why. So Satan is not your judge. So you don't have to pay attention to his voice. Are you following? And if you just so happen to decide to entertain him for a second, hopefully just a second, submit to y'all, rebuke his ass, get back to get, get, get back to serving y'all. See, the whole purpose of Satan's kingdom is to wear out the patience, the endurance of the saints. He wants to constantly weigh on your mind going to keep you downtrodden and downcast. Huh?
let's plug it thing up. Hey, um, I would do this. I see my battery thing. That thing was going red, man. Whew. Now, I couldn't blame Satan on that, could Huh? That's just old-fashioned negligence. We get some power to this thing. He just plugged up. But it's showing low. Oh, no, it ain't. It ain't plugged in. That's what I'm saying. All right. So listen, Satan would never stop accusing you. Oh, y'all, y'all got that through your head? Satan is never going to stop accusing you. And guess what? Y'all can't even stop you from accusing. Did y'all hear what I said? But he's going to keep on doing that. Because he's got a short time. He will point out your faults before y'all, and he will constantly fit them in your ear. Jesus has never lost a case. Satan cannot make any charges stick against us because we are we're justified because of him. Romans 8.33 says, Who shall lay anything to the charge? Notice. Anything. Any. Any. So when Satan accuses you, because you know it's true, that's why you feel bad. But it's held in unrighteousness, meaning it's held for the purpose to condemn you. But Yahshua's already condemned sin in the flesh. Get that? He made sin of no effect. But you have to choose to walk in his life. That means you eat the same way you warn in your mind, same way you conscious got to make a decision in your mind. For Yah's elect, it is Yah that justifies. Who is he that condemned? Is it Christ that died? Is it Christ that died? Yea, rather, that is risen again? Who is even at the right hand of Yah, who also maketh intercession for who? That's us. We are the us. Isn't that nice to know that everything that goes on in the world, that Jesus got you covered all in? You get it? It is his hope that you don't stay in condemnation. Don't stay long. Hurry up and get back to him. Learn from it. Some people would almost think that, that you carefree and careless. No. It's just that, man, I haven't felt the strap of that pain. I don't want it no more. I'd rather feel good than feel bad. Hallelujah. Isn't that right? All you, wait a minute, yeah. You all have got to learn what it means to walk in the midst of life. Yes, your conscience will what? Condemn you, and it should when your ass is wrong. However, when you commit a wrong, but you quickly come to Jesus, 
He rebukes Satan for us, and because of his blood, he covers us, and that covering justifies us. Y'all hear this? So, Romans 8.35, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Hear that? Look at this. Shall tribulation? God, Christ is still love. Distress? He's still love. Persecution? He's still love. Famine? Still love. Nakedness? Still love. Pearl? Still love. Sword? Still love. Nothing. As it is written, for your sake we are killed all the day what? That's why we die daily. We die daily. We mortify the deeds of the flesh daily. We don't win the battle today. If tomorrow come, we win then. Even if we didn't win the battle today, Christ still got us covered. <laughs> we are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all things, we are more than, we are more than, we are more than, more than through him that more more for I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor death, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Master. <laughs> yeah! Boy, that's landing to the line, ain't it? That's landing to the line, ain't it? Nothing! Are you getting the victory? That's some serious love right there. That's some serious love right there. Remember what was remember what was said in heaven. And he answered his fate to those that stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garments from him. And unto him he said, Behold, I have called your iniquity to do what? Pass. Y'all hear that? Have you been born again? That means your iniquity been passed, right? Huh? Zechariah told us, Isaiah said, I'm going to separate your sins. Echoing y'all. As far from the east to the west. Throw them into the depths of the sea. Never to be remembered again. It sure is going to be nice to stand before the creator of the universe justified. Because of the blood of Jesus. God has not only declared us forgiven, but he has also removed our filthy garments of unrighteousness. 
and clothe us with his righteousness. Yah is the only one, the only one, the only one who can change our garments. You hear that? So, we sing an old song. Oh, are you washed? And I'm going to help some of y'all out. In the blood, in the soul, cleansing blood of the Lamb, are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Oh, are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Have you been to Jesus for his cleansing power? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you fully trusting in his grace this hour? Oh, are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you washed in the blood? We sang in the black way, in the soul. Cleansing blood of the Lamb. Oh, are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Oh, are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you walking daily by the Savior's side? Oh, are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Do you rest? Each moment in the crucified. Oh, are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Oh, are you washed <laughs> in the blood, <laughs> in the soul cleansing blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Oh, are you washed? In the blood, in the soul, in the blood of the Lamb, are your garments spotless? Are they white as Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Oh, are you washed in the blood, in the soul, in the blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless? Are they white as Are you washed in the blood of the Anytime a brother, sister, or leadership or someone is reproving or correcting you, it's not to make you feel bad so we can get an advantage over you. Are you following? Satan don't want y'all to know that. He wants to always accuse. Matter of fact, he don't even want us correct. You follow? 
He wants us to insulate ourselves and protect ourselves so we can keep him in and keep Yahshua out. You get it? But that you sorrow to repentance. For ye were made sorry after a what kind of sort? Godly manner. That ye might receive damage by us in How many times we correct we get a little beat off? We feel like we've been damaged by, done wrong, or evolved. Look, looking for repentance to a godly man. For godly sorrow, work of repentance to salvation. Not to be repented of, but the sorrow of this world, work of death. The only thing we are trying to get you to do is repent so that we can rejoice with you. That's it. Glory. Glory. <laughs> Thank you. I'll tell you what. You can't overcome after that. Ain't no help. You, 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 you should have the blueprint. The color of success. <laughs> huh? This right here should change your whole outlook on life. The joy of y'all is my strength. Hallelujah. Y'all ain't gonna believe how I many people got free today just by hearing it. Huh? I can hear Satan now. Shit, straight away doing that crap again. See, sometimes just be cracking up. Why? I know it ain't nothing to say. It's funny. <laughs> but you get it? If you know who you are, you know that you're already seated in heavenly places. What we got to stop doing is living below our calling. Here we are, kings and priests, running around acting like a bunch of pigs. Uh, we got to live up to it. See, Yahshua take away all excuses. We have no excuse. Now, does that mean you're not going to have any sorrow or heaviness? No, you know it's there, but you need to assess why it's there. And when you know it's Satan, you know he's trying to pull you from Yahweh. So stay close to you. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for these words. We thank you for delivering us in our minds and our conscience here this day and hour. We thank you for the blood of the Lamb. We can never say thank you enough, Jesus, for everything you've done and the things you're still doing. 
We thank you for being our advocate. We thank you for everything. We worship and praise your magnificent name. May we bring glory, joy, and happiness to your magnificent and wonderful name on this earth. It's about too long. Hallelujah. King coming.